This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. I'm Vyoka Zimatu, your host for the brand new program, Show Me. Every Tuesday at 12 p.m., we will share on the word, focus on building oneness in our nation. Join me every Tuesday at 12 p.m. on Show Me. It's no longer just about the talk, it's about the walk. Umdu, gumdu, kabandu. Thank you for joining us right here on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Apo, we say, your daily companion. You are speaking to Vyogazi Madhu. I'm here up until 1 o'clock uh, today right here. We hope you are able to tune in despite load shading that you can hear us from where you are. We just got load shading on our side, but we, we trust you are in the car, you are in an area with electricity, or you are listening to us from your phone. Uh, from our app. If you don't have your our app, you can download our Radio Cape Pulpit app, 7 to 9. I'm going to be with you, yes, I said, up until 1 o'clock. I'd really love to open up with this scripture today. As we, if you have just tuned in, this program will deal with the spirit of unity, oneness uh, in our nation with action. So in, Kutu, in Colossians, Colossians 2, uh, verse 2 says that their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding and to, to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. And in Ecclesiastes 4, verse 9 to 12, the king James Version says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he has no other to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. And a threefold cord is not easily broken. Hallelujah. Don't you find sometimes um, oneness uh, being together so far? You have done it easier said than done. But it is just so encouraging to continue to see that what we have been through as a people, as a nation, as a continent, and as the people of the world, this value has been brought into our attention again, where we see the power of being, of loving your neighbor, the power of being able to be, to be sacrificial in our approach, and also the power of being together in the spirit of unity and sharing. But I'm not going to go too much on that because today I'm just actually so looking forward. In fact, it is a treat uh, today to have uh, Prophetess uh, Chichi Bula from Heaven's Gateway Church 
uh, who is going to be ministering to us really on values on 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 building the spirit of oneness and as we do that uh, i hope that you will be able to grab your coffee grab whatever you need because you want to hear what she's going to say i've just been so blessed every time i listen to um to a minister know those evident lovers of god <laughs> who overflow uh, when they speak, you can see there's so much richness on the inside. So I'm really just so looking forward uh, to her ministry today. And then, as we always say on the program, we will go through those uh, key points as she shares with us on the subject of building oneness in the nation and just the role of the body of Christ. And then I, after that, uh, when we finish with her, we'd love to hear your comments. Anything that you like to send, share, or uh, or ask, and then after that, as we always say on the program, we are not done until we have prayed, and then we will pray and establish whatever it is that has been said. Because once it is heard, then with understanding, everything is established. And so we're gonna do just that after this. Show me with Vuyokazi Matu. It's no longer just about talk. It's about the walk. Vuyokazi Matu on Radio K Pulpit, 729 AM. Hmm, that's a victory by Rochelle Lidman. Wow, what a powerful song. Actually, um, it's my first time to hear this one. And I just completely uh, falling, falling in love with it. Uh, Rochelle Lidman and the song is... Uh, Jesus Christ, you are my victory. And as promised, I now have prophetess and pastor uh, Chichibula, who is going to be with us today, just ministering on building a spirit of oneness in our nation. What a treat, what a pleasure to have her today on our uh, online. Hi, hi, Pastor Chichi. Hi, Mom Zuyo. I'm doing all right. How are you doing today? Ah, what a blessing just to hear your voice that side today. <laughs> it's been a long time. No, indeed, it has been a long time. I'm very excited about what God has to say to His people today. Yes, yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. Uh, uh, I've seen just how you operate with people of different uh, cultures, different ages, men, women, and all that. There's just such a gifting and something that flows um, from just uh, who you are. Where does that come from? Wow, well, women of God, I think, firstly, it, it, it's just by divine grace, by God, if I can say it like that. Mm. And I think, secondly, I think God has really, for most of my life, exposed me to people from different backgrounds, from different culture. Mm. Um, originally um, being from, from the DRC, but growing up in South Africa from a very young age, I moved to this side with my family when I was about seven years old. So I've been exposed to the culture from all different backgrounds, growing up here, knowing the culture here, and also having um, the relation with my country and where I'm from. I think just being able to, to find the, the, the balance in between. And I think just in the kingdom of God and understanding how God operates, Mm-hmm. and how he does things, like he says in, in, in Scripture, where he says that in, in Galatians 3, 
verse 28, where he says there is neither Jew nor Gentile. Mm. There is neither slave nor free. Mm. There is neither male nor female. We are all one in the body of Christ. And I think that scripture sticks with me so much where I'm able to see beyond the race, beyond the, the, the culture, beyond where the person is from, but seeing people as God sees them in the body, as, as, as a corporate body of Christ. And I think just being rooted in the Word has really helped me to find my balance and, and being able to flow freely away. When people meet me, they're not even sure where I'm from because yeah. I'm able to jump in. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I think God has really just been the center of that and just being able to understand other cultures, which is very important um, because when you don't understand a certain culture, it becomes very difficult to adapt to the culture and to to the nature of people when there is no understanding. And I think just going back to the principle of Scripture has really helped me to find that balance with male, female, um, different nations, different generations. That has really, really played a big role. I must say you do that very well. Amen. Amen. I praise God for that. Yes. Praise the Lord. I am... Just one or two things just before, and I'm sorry to just uh, maybe uh, deviate a little bit here, because something that I've observed normally when people aren't um, maybe uh, uh, originally uh, from South Africa, what do you find from you, let alone we know God has helped you, but on a practical level, what are those things, I would say maybe just two things, or maybe attitude or value system, what have you used? Um, uh, 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 for you to be just secure in who you are and just uh, being a citizen of wherever God has placed you in and knowing that the earth is the Lord's and everything in it and just manifesting that without feeling. Because that's one thing every time when I meet sometimes uh, uh, people who aren't uh, uh, born um, in South Africa, you find that sometimes they're still finding their feet so many years down the line. They're still trying to find feet and identity and all of that. What are those top two things that you would say that have helped you to transition? And then I'm going to hand over to you. I think one of God is the thing that we normally um, build up as individuals is we, we like to stay in our comfort zone. Yeah. And we like to stay with people that make us feel comfortable in most cases. We like to stay with people that maybe speak our language or are from the tribe that we are from. If, even if we go and, and narrow it down to tribes, we like to stay within our tribe and within our cultures because as a human, at times that keeps us in our comfort zone. Yeah. But I believe that God has called us beyond that. And I think it's important for, for the nations and for Africa and for the world in large to, to begin to, to come out of our comfort zone and begin to learn about other people and begin to learn about other cultures. And I think people, most of the time, what keeps us in the separation is the fact that we, we are different, but the differences is actually meant to work together to empower each other. And I think myself, I like to challenge myself with different crowds yeah. and different people. Most of the time when I know somebody's very different to the way I am, I want to know more about them and their culture. And when I begin to learn more of their culture and, and the way they are and they operate, in actual fact, we come back to the basics is that we are human. We have the same interests we have the same desires to be loved, yeah. desires to, to be respected and accepted. And we come to find out that the principles are all the same despite our differences. And in that case, we become even a stronger unit when we begin to, to break forth, when we meet someone that, for example,
example, you, you feel like, listen, we are not so the same. But that's the beauty of the way God created is that we are not the same. And when you begin to study what other people are like and begin to want to know more, it empowers you to, in a way that it takes you out of your box and helps you begin to think differently and incorporate mm-hmm. differently. And I think that has really, really helped me break forth from my comfort zone by just reaching out and stretching my tent to other people that are not the way I am. Awesome. Hallelujah. Thank you so Amen. much. Thank you so much for that. So uh, from your perspective, just for your constructive input here today, I just want to allow you just to minister on that. How do we build um, uh, oneness? Um, in, in, in terms of oneness, I, I, I strongly believe there are, they are, they are certain, I, I like to put it into three categories. There are three things that I believe that um, the nations and the people of God and, and, and generally people at large need to look into it in order to build oneness. And firstly, one of those things is the power of communication. And a lot of times um, when we talk about communication, yes, language plays a big role. Uh, but it, it's so important there are different ways of communicating and mm. different ways of reaching out to people. So I believe communication is one of the biggest tools that builds oneness and togetherness. is to communicate, to reach out. And sometimes even with, with our neighbors in our community, we don't realize uh, who is next door. Sometimes we don't even know the people we live with next door. Where you could be in your house, perhaps suffering with a certain sickness and not realizing that next day there is a doctor that could actually come and help. And, and I think having communication between people and conversing and, and actually coming out and, and, and communicating with people begins to build a community and a culture of wellness. Wellness, Because I personally believe that unity is initiated and created. It does not happen by accident. We need, because we are so different, we need to initiate unity. And, 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 and it doesn't just happen. We need to initiate it. It, it is something that God has created from the beginning, the existence of time. But because of time and, and sin and what is happening to the world, the vision came in. And that is why it becomes so important to initiate it and, and use certain tools such as communication, use certain tools such as, as um, sharing of purpose. I believe that, that's one of them, sharing purpose, sharing visions, sharing what, what is on your mind, sharing some, some purpose that you might have that begins to bring a community of units and help you um, oneness and it, and it begins to help people understand each other a little bit better. And I think the, the third one that I like to touch on and, and I like to focus on is um, resolving disagreement and misunderstanding. Mm. It's very important. Mm. I think many people build up misunderstanding before they even know what is happening with someone or before they even know what is happening with a certain nation. We automatically build um, these misconceptions about people before we even know them mm. or about, about a nation before we even know the people of the nation. Mm. And automatically the misconception builds up our perspective and the way we approach. And when your perspective, perspective has been built up in a certain way becomes even difficult to approach people. So it becomes very important for us to, to, to resolve misunderstanding and, and misconception and disagreement if it's people that you know close up and you have disagreed with. In order to move in oneness and in unity, that plays such a vital role. And I think so many of us have this um, 
misconception about certain people that we've heard from someone else, and automatically we build that up and, and we, we begin to approach those people from that position. Now it becomes so difficult to actually get to know the person once barriers have been yes, built up. because now you come so, with your own stereotype of what you think uh, they are on the basis of definitely. somebody else and not even the person you are dealing with. No, definitely. I mean, there's, there's this stereotype where you say, no, people of this race operate like that, or people of this nation or this culture, or whatever the case might be. We see it even in, in countries where people of different cultures have built um these stereotypes about certain tribes, with certain people, and even in the church, in the where we mm. say people from that church yeah. operate like that, so we begin to address them a certain way, mm. Mm. and 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 automatically it builds a gate and 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 barriers and walls, and from that point we cannot operate from a point of unity and from a point of oneness. Even within families and within the home, there is division, and 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 you know the constraints of 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 the family, of the church, of the nation, of the world stands within unity. And as long as we are not in that accord, we will struggle to build what we need to build as a society. Wow. On that note, I really want to just play one song and come back and also just call you again. So maybe I'm going to get a clearer line um, the second time we call. So uh, if you can just help us to drop um, uh, to drop now and then I will call you back again, uh, Pastor Chichi, immediately. Because I, I found the line we were just starting to sound uh, like we are losing you. I'll call All you right. Just Psalm 119 verse 20 My soul is consumed with longing for your laws at all times. You're listening to Show Me on Radio K Pulpit 729 AM. Yes, we are back and that was a song uh, Monuments uh, by Gateway and we have uh, Prophetess Chichi Bula back in studio. Uh, with us and if she was just going through just some such powerful uh, points really on, on, on matters that we just need to be aware of as we continue to build the spirit of oneness as we grow in oneness in unity one accord the spirit of oneness recognizing those uh, we are living with uh, coming to understanding that we must be intentional in our building unity and oneness in the nations, in our communities, in our mm -hmm. families. That is not something that happens by accident, she says. It is something that we must be intentional in doing in the name of Jesus. And also just clarifying misconceptions that we have and stereotypes that we have about others from cultures to races to countries so that we build on clean foundation. And she's back with us, hey. Uh, Pastor Chichi? Yeah, having me back. I'm very excited. Yes. Oh, nice and clear. I'm so happy. Much better. <laughs> uh, yes, all right. You were um, really just taking us through what you see as, uh, 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 as good values, principles, and just the ways of doing things when it comes to building the spirit of oneness. And I did love the scripture as well uh, that you share that there is neither Jew nor Gentile in the kingdom. So welcome back. It's over to you. 
I'm so excited about this topic, Woman of God. Um, just to go back onto this, uh, it's one of the topics that really resonates and sits very well with me uh, because I believe strongly our power is in togetherness. Our power as a nation, as the people, or even as the body of Christ is in oneness. It is not that we are, we, we, we are not effective, but our problem is we are not effective in working together. And, and, and there is a story... There is a story in the scripture in in in, in the book of of Genesis eleven that I, I I I like so much and I love so much and many people obviously we all know the story of the Tower of Babel for those that don't know it it was a negative motive but a powerful positive principle that was used there a negative motive where we see the the nation um, 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 of Babel that came together we see a nation and the scripture says in Genesis eleven that there was this nation that was in one, the whole world was in one language and they had common speech, in, in meaning that they understood each other, they communicated. There was no, there was no disagreements there in, in, in terms of negative disagreement. They were in one accord, they were in one agreement on one purpose. And the scripture tells us that they found a plain land which was open and they settled there. But the scripture, what I like so much is they came together and they said to each other, let us build a tower that is going to be so so powerful and so high that it's going to reach the heavens. And, and God saw that the motive that they had was incorrect. The motive was incorrect in terms of they wanted to reach the heavens and the power of God. But, but what we see there is a key principle that I want to maybe just highlight is the principle that the scripture says they were in one accord. And the Bible tells us that God in the heavens himself was shaken by this and he was moved and he looked down and he said, wait a minute, there is a people on the earth that are together. And if they are together in one accord, nothing shall be impossible unto them. Nothing at all shall be impossible unto them. Because I believe personally that this is a principle that God had in, in, in mind for us from the beginning of creation. And I believe we even seeing it when creation was created. The father makes a statement in the book of Genesis. He says, uh, uh, in the book of Genesis, when he talks about creation, he says, when he was creating man, he says, let us make man. He was speaking in plural. He was, he was speaking of a corporate body. He was talking about himself, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And, and we see that creation was created and, and it came from a power of of oneness and the power of togetherness. And then when we see God creating mankind, he creates Adam and Eve. But when he brought forth Eve, he says, the scripture says, when we see the constitution of marriage being built up, he says, and the two shall become one. And I believe that this, as I said, it, it doesn't just happen accidentally. It is initiated because when we talk about becoming, it requires certain actions. It requires certain doings in order for this to operate in that force. And and, and when we see this people, um, this Tower of Babel being built. We see that a people, when they came together in oneness, they were able to come up with, with an idea and strategies that God Himself said, No, wait a minute. This, this thing, with people coming together, they shall be able to do all things. They are able to do the impossible because there is power in oneness, there is power in unity. And the one thing that the enemy is, is, is very, very, very against is the power of oneness. Because he is the master of destruction. So in most cases, 
He will try to bring division. In most cases, he will try to bring confusion because he knows when the people come together, there is power of building. And I believe two cannot build unless they in one accord. Two, whether it is in a family, whether it is in a corporate team, whether it is at work, whether it is in a society, whether it's in a government body, whether it is in a country, a nation, we cannot build if we are not in one accord. And that is why there is such a powerful statement made in Deuteronomy 32, verse 30, that says, one cast ten, a thousand demons, but two can cast ten thousand demons. And I believe this is the power when two comes together. And, and earlier on, when I made the statement in Galatians 3, verse 28, that says, there's neither Jews nor Gentiles, neither slaves nor the free, neither male nor female, but we are one in the body of Christ. There is one in the body of Christ. But that is such a powerful thing that we see is that, that it is it, it, when we see a body, when we even talk about a normal body, it has different functions, different parts, different uses, but it is one mind, one purpose, one doing, but different functionality. And that is the power of when the body comes together, when the nation comes together, we have different abilities, different strengths, different characteristics, but our strength lies within each other. And we don't realize that at times uh, our, our greatest asset is people. Our greatest asset is people that we have around us. And I believe if we need to come strong as, as the church in the season, we need to break the barriers and the walls that we have built in society of my little corporate church and my little gathering and my little this. When we begin to break those walls that the enemy at times has created uh, within our minds to bring separation because he knows when we stand firm as the body of Christ, when God looks at his body, he does not look at the name of the church. He does not look at a certain gathering. He looks at a body which he has given different strength. He has given the arm the strength. He has given the feet the strength to walk. He has given the ears the strength to hear. He has given some the eyes the strength to see. He has given some the, 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 the mouth the strength to speak. And he has given others the strength to walk. But now the problem is we are seeing arms that is trying to operate on its own. We are seeing legs trying to operate on their own. We are seeing eyes trying to operate on their own because, yes, it is good to see here, but when you see, you need to collaborate with the feet so that we can get to where you are seeing. I don't know if I'm speaking to someone. It is good to hear, but it, 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 it is better when you hear, you can communicate with the eyes and you can communicate with the mouth so that the mouth can speak what has been heard. It is good to speak, but you cannot speak out if you cannot reach to it today. And, and that is why, even as a corporate, if we work in a corporate environment, it, it, it's, it's great to have one idea, but when we put two ideas together, when we put two strategies together, when we put two backgrounds together, we begin to understand a broader image of what God has called us to do as a nation. And I believe when a society, a community, a nation, a generation uh, becomes together, we will begin to break down stronger, stronger and I see this happening with the, with, with the Tower of Babel, which was a negative motive, but the principle there was unity. The principle there was togetherness. And because God understands when a people come together, when we begin to see Africa operating as one, when Africa begins to realize that within Africa we have a certain strength, but then within Nigeria, within Ghana, 
Botin, Congo Botin, Zimbabwe Botin, Egypt Botin, Mali. There's all the uh, different strengths when we begin to bring them together. We're a stronger force. And this is what the, 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 the nation that we see in the book of Genesis 11 understood is the power of the hands, the power of the mouth, the ears, and the nose coming together. And, 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 and with them doing that, they were able to build up. And God said, I have to come and, and, and scatter this because the motive is incorrect, but the principle is correct. And when we see God bringing, when we see God trying to break this building of this down, we see something happening. And the first thing that God did in order for them to be scattered is the Bible says that he brought division in language, division in communication, division in understanding each other. In actual fact, the, 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 the terminology used there is understanding, where they could no longer understand each other. Even as a family, when there is no understanding between a mother and a father, it becomes difficult to build a strong foundation. It becomes difficult to build build from there. So the, the principle that we see from the beginning of creation that was established was the principle of oneness, was the principle of togetherness. And I strongly believe that is why God has equipped us to be different. He has equipped us to be so different and that's because our differences is meant to come together as a puzzle. We are in actual fact pieces of a bigger puzzle as, as a nation, as, as people. We are in actual fact pieces of a puzzle. And when we begin to understand that I fit somewhere in a puzzle, I uh, will begin to break forth from this, this isolation and misconception that we have and begin to realize that I need to fit myself with others so that we can build together. And I'm, I don't know if there are people that are listening this afternoon whether in your home, there is division. And I believe the foundation has to start at home. We need the foundations to be started within our home so that we can take this foundation within society where we can, we can begin to bring unity. And I say that unity is initiated. Oneness is initiated. It's something that we need to become. We need to move into. We need to operate into. We need to learn um, tools of, of, of of uh, putting our barriers aside and our confusions aside and our uh, uh, the way we do things aside. We see how can we do it in togetherness? And I say that the Bible speaks about them so clearly when he talks about about in 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 Genesis in Galatians Galatians three twenty eight that he is no Jews. When God looks at us, there is no Gentiles, there is no slaves. And this is the body of Christ that he's talking about and this is the gospel should be that we are reading from and this is what we should be teaching even as a church and the power to break forth and begin to unite and become a stronger force. And the enemy is defeating us because we are not standing from this point. The enemy is defeating us because we are not standing from this from this angle. And when we begin to stand from this angle, we'll be able to do greater things as a nation. We'll be able to do greater things as the people. Uh, and we see that in, even when we go back, and again, I keep touching, uh, I'm going back to the beginning, where we see before, before, um, when we talk as Christians, before sin entered into the world, before sin entered into the world, we see something happening. Uh, Adam and Eve were together. They were in one accord. They were, they were in one understanding. They were in one vision. Uh, they were in one garden. We see it happening in the book of Genesis. But we see before the enemy could, could come forth and bring uh, and destroy, when we talk about destroying, before he could destroy, the first thing that he did and established was separation. He targeted one individual instead 
instead of the corporate. He isolated Eve on her own when he began to speak to the woman. He began to speak to Eve as a person individually when God has called them to become one and the two shall become one flesh. And when we see him talking to her alone, uh, we see when she was isolated, she began to build her own way of doing things when he was busy speaking to her. And we see her doing on her own when she went and ate from the tree as the Bible tells us. And even though she included Adam later, but we see that the division had already taken place. We see that the isolation had already taken place. The separation had already taken place. And I wanted to bring that foundation back, in, just to bring it back into the fundamental uh, aspect of the scripture talking about division. And when we see that happening, destruction entered, confusion entered, uh, sin entered, separation entered, and, and, and that is the work of the enemy. And every time we see within a corporate team, within a, a government, we see the, the spirit of isolating people on their own. The point of our gifts being separate and different is the purpose of bringing them together to edify each other, to strengthen each other, to build it together. It was never, my God, it was never, never, never to bring destruction. So we get to understand that God is a God of unity. God is a God of togetherness. And if he was never a God of togetherness, he would not have established the church as a body. He would not have compared and called the church a body because when we talk about a body, when one one part of the body hurts, as the whole body hurts, we know when, when my nail hurts, my entire body begins to suffer. My entire mouth begins, my, my entire being begins to suffer. And that is the power of Apologies, the power of, of, of coming together. And, and, and I just wanted people to just understand that God has called us in oneness. And when we begin to understand we are called in oneness, our strength lies in each other. Our strength lies in bringing our ideas together. Our strength lies in bringing our abilities together. We can build much better. When we know that if I'm the eyes, and I know I am the eyes, I cannot operate and get to point B if I don't work with the feet, if I don't work with the hands, if I don't work with the, with the rest of the body, if we don't come in corporate, each part of the body has a purpose. Each part of the body has a function. Each part of the body has a use. And that is just the basic foundation of, of, of Christianity, is to understand that our strength lies within each other. But in order for us to get to that, there are certain barriers that we need to break. In order for us, I say this, the thing is initiated. It does not happen overnight. It does not happen by accident. We need to initiate it by force. We need to work towards it. We need to communicate. I spoke earlier on about certain points that we could utilize in order to bring oneness and unity into a community. And one of those things is to communicate. How often do we communicate even within our nation, uh, within, within our uh, the church here and the church there. How often do we communicate with each other? How often? Because when there's communication involved, it breaks a certain stereotypes. When there's communication involved, it breaks a certain perspective that we build. When there's communication involved, it breaks a certain confusion we might have about a certain people. When these people speak out, when we go out and reach out, it begins to break certain things that we thought that were really not. So we spoke earlier on about communication, very important.
Uh, highlight that communication is very important, and, and also the other thing I wanted to to highlight is uh, sharing visions and sharing purpose mm-hmm. and sharing assignments. And we see this back again in Genesis 11 with the Tower of Babel when it was being built. The Bible says they said to each other, "Let us build. Let us build." They shared with each other the purpose and and, and intentions that they had. They shared purposes, and a lot of times when we don't share visions. And we don't share. Maybe you meet someone, uh, and, and, and you don't share what, what, what is your what is your what is your cause? What are your plans? What, what are you all about? Who are you? Who are you? When we begin to share with each other these type of things, it begins that communicating. It begins to break these things that we talk about stereotypes. These things that we talk about misconception and and. And just to, 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 to give an example, there was a, there's a certain conception, for example, that we, many of us have built up about people, for example, that are sick and then they are they maybe suffering, with, I mean, not suffering, but they, they, they've got a disease, which is um, HIV, which is a popular one within our country. And because there's this misconception we have within us, we build a certain thinking and a certain approach towards um, somebody that might have this disease. And recently, I heard somebody speaking out about this publicly on Facebook, and they were talking about uh, the pros and the cons and how it operates and how they, they live on a daily basis. It shifted my mind completely and my understanding completely about this and, 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 and even my approach and towards this. And just to say that we are not perfect. And, and the enemy will defeat us from a point of not understanding and, and, and we're coming from a point of misconception. And, and this really helped. And I could see how people were engaging on their Facebook um, lab and people were interactive and, and people were, were involved and wanting to know more. And they are um, sharing breaks these um, stereotypes. And, and, and just the last one that I want to emphasize on, I touched on earlier on, is... Uh, um, Unresolved disagreement, unresolved dispute, uh, misunderstandings that we might have. Because when you have a misunderstanding about someone, you begin to build from misunderstanding. You begin to build from what you have heard. You begin to build from what you thought it was. As long as you are not reaching out to get a better understanding, you will never, ever, ever have or you have unity or uh, come in a place of of oneness if there is misunderstanding. So certain even within a home. Break misunderstanding. Parents need to reach out to their children to bring better unity and, 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 and oneness within their home. Break misunderstanding that we have of teenagers and what they are doing by communicating, by sharing with our kids. And, and husband and wife misunderstandings that we might have. And, and as a nation, I like to talk about family because I believe it starts with family, but as a nation, we need to break off misunderstandings that we have of other nations and other tribes and other people and how do we do this if we make the effort and initiate the conversations and go out and find out about about different people about different things and, 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 and I believe the enemy likes to operate in ignorance because when we don't know we cannot we cannot move into something we don't know when we don't know we operate from a place of fear many people are afraid of different kinds of people because 
because of lack of knowledge, because they don't know how these people work, how, how these people operate. And I believe when as a nation, as the church, as family, as believers, when we begin to operate from this level, we begin to see change within the nation. When we see, even when we talk about government, that's the reason why we believe that a president has to come and address the nation. It's because when they come out and address the nation, they are breaking certain misunderstandings, certain um, certain um, perspectives that have been built in silence where there's no communication people build misunderstandings when there's no communication people build uh, build different different ways of, of thinking and when they do that they approach automatically changes so it becomes so important number one a nation that communicates a people that communicates together is a people that is building towards oneness is a people that is building towards unity and when we begin to reach out Especially to people that I feel like they are not like me. I feel like they don't do things the way I do. When I begin to approach them, I realize, wait a minute, we, we, we have very, very similar foundations. And in actual fact, your strength is my weakness, and my weakness is your strength. How can we come together and, and, and make this thing a stronger force? When, when this church begins to work with that church and begin to understand, wait a minute, maybe we are strong in, in evangelism, and they may be strong in this uh, arena, maybe they have a stronger youth and we have a stronger adult group, let's see how we could collaborate as a nation, how we could collaborate as a society, uh, how we could collaborate as a, as a people to actually achieve a common goal. And that is why I love the scripture that says in Deuteronomy 32, that says, if one can cast a thousand, let's talk about two. Come on, let's talk about two. If we stand together, if we stand with one purpose, if we stand with one goal, if we stand with one motive, if we stand with one agreement, we are able to bring heaven down on earth. We are able to change society. If one person has a vision, my God, of changing the streets, and they gather with another person and utilize their strength, when I bring my idea that comes along with your funding, that comes along with somebody's strategy, that comes along with somebody's background, we could actually achieve a greater thing. But as long as we are not coming together, as long as we are not understanding this, we are not able to work in one accord, woman of God. And I believe that God is calling the nations to come out of our stereotypes, to come out of misunderstanding, to come out of confusion. Let's start even as the church to come out and begin to reach out to other churches, begin to learn more about other people's background, begin to learn more about about other nations, begin to learn more about other tribes, because we fit part of a bigger puzzle. And this puzzle is what God is calling us into. And this puzzle is what God is calling the church back into, so that we can achieve the goal as the body of Christ. And when we saw it starting, as I, and I, I want to leave it with that, as we saw it starting in the book of Acts 2, the Bible says, when they were in one accord, when the disciples were in one accord, we saw that heaven moved. We saw that power came down. We saw that they were launched into their ministries. We saw that shift took over. And I'm going to smile this afternoon. I'm calling believers that are watching today to come back in one accord, to begin to reach out, to begin to communicate, to begin to cut out misunderstandings. If you don't have any misunderstanding about somebody that is in your society, that is in your church, that is in the nation, whether it's about their sickness, whether it's about their, what they do, whether it's about their position, whether it's about what they said, reach out, communicate, and you'll begin to
to understand that exactly what you thought was perhaps not that and will be able to build a stronger nation which is a nation of oneness and a nation of understanding each other will be able to do greater when we come in one accord and he says and he is one with the father my God we need to be like that and I believe that is what God is really calling us back into if we can stand together we see when one person start marching they don't make they don't they don't get as much effect as when they get a whole corporate team as they get a whole nation together behind them we see things can change we see uh, what is on TV can be removed if it's not appealing we see nations can shift when people really come in one accord with one purpose and unify our thoughts our minds and our collective ideas hallelujah Hallelujah. thank you so much wow 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 I told you, I'm always so full. <laughs> ah, that's why it's so good to let it out. <laughs> oh, God, thank you so much. Wow, what a gift. What a ministry. Amen. What a power right there. If you are not challenged, then you are dead. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Are you dead or are you alive? If you are alive, you will be challenged and you will Amen. And they will come up higher as we are being called up higher in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you so much, Prophetess, Pastor Chichi Bula. Thank you so much. It's only a pleasure. Thank you so much, woman of God. It was such an honor. Thank you. Thank you so much. Pastor Chichi Heaven's Gateway uh, Church today. So we've come to that time, end of the program. I'll see you next week, same time, same place, right here on Show Me. It's no longer about talk. It's about the walk. Goodbye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.